Hello, my name is Christopher Bell, and after 15 years as a Unitarian Universalist parish minister in California, I now serve as the chaplain for Vista River Hospice, an agency with patients throughout Northwest Oregon. If Advent is the season of watching and waiting, then in the world of hospice care, it is Advent all year long. Lots of watching, lots of waiting. When a person comes on to hospice, they or their family have determined that medical intervention is no longer viable for their terminal condition, whatever it is. A doctor has said, the odds are good that you will die within the next six months. And a new healthcare team that specializes in end-of-life care takes over, now focused on comforting instead of curing. And as the chaplain, I'm part of that team. My job is to help people use whatever spiritual beliefs and practices they already have, or sometimes to help them uncover new ones, with the simple goal of having them be as okay with dying as they can be. If they reveal unfinished business, I encourage them to finish it. If they think they'll turn to nothingness after death, I say how much I like the nothingness of sleep, and how untroubled I am by the nothingness I was before I was born. If they're struggling to believe in heaven, I tell them all the reasons I find such a possibility perfectly logical. I don't try to save souls or convert people. I know in the deepest part of me that God is love for everybody, and death is natural and need not be feared. Of course, many of my patients are in memory care facilities, and we don't converse at all about any of that. Sometimes all I can do is play their favorite music on a Bluetooth speaker. I'm always deeply grateful and honored to do this work. I'm humbled by how quickly people let me into their lives, how honest and vulnerable they can be. I am wowed by how brave people are and how funny laying there staring their mortality in the face. I have also been amazed by how doggedly some folks will live in denial or anger, and I learn from them too. I will say, mine is a very strange way of meeting and getting to know new people. I mean, we're all aging and ailing and approaching death in some way, but mostly we act as if the end is far down the road. Most people avoid talking about funeral arrangements the first time they meet. Not me. So many of my human connections are centered on a shared knowledge of impending death. As with many sacred things, no one can know the precise hour. Depending upon the circumstances, the patient's final breath might come in three days or three months, or in one remarkable instance, three years. For a few, the sooner really is the better, as death is the only thing that will free them from great pain. Others, still in love with the world, pray just one more day. Time slows way down, the days roll into one. There is lots of waiting and watching. And on the face of it, this seems so different than the anticipation I normally associate with Advent. This time of year generally abounds with hope and possibility for the religious and non-religious alike. We're waiting for good things. Soon Santa will bring the presents, or we'll be at Grandmother's house. Soon the solstice will come, and the long march out of winter can begin. Most of all, soon 
the babe will lay in the manger, and the angels will sing, not death, birth. Yet, just as we are taught not to leap too quickly over Good Friday to get to Easter, we might remember that Advent also invites us to reflect on the struggles surrounding Christ's birth. Jesus' people were oppressed and occupied by a foreign power and its collaborators. His family, poor and afraid, fled through the desert seeking safety in a foreign land. Like we do, he lived in a time when the selfish were willing to kill to protect their power and where for many there was no room to sleep indoors. The appearance of Christ is not separate from these things. From his lowly birth to his tragic death, the story of Jesus asserts an essential truth. God knows intimately our lives, how it feels to be born, to give birth, to love and to grieve, to hope, to suffer. God knows what it is to die, and yet still is alive. The hardship of the world is inescapable, yet within there is always the possibility of life and love. My patients have taught me this too, again and again. Look, we're all on the verge of death. Today might just be the last day of the rest of your life. The only question is, how do you want to live? Right now, is making meaning, learning, repair or growth possible? Is there any joy to be had or beauty to be savored? Can you share love? If the answer is yes, well then what are you waiting for? Tis the season. Tis always the season. God bless. Advent for Everybody is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. To learn more, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org dot org.